0: I invite you to open your Bibles to the 92nd Psalm, Psalms 92, verses 12 through 15. We're going to look at the long, blessed life tonight. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in Him. I've been to a few... Fancy pizza places in my life, not, not, not Pizza Hut or, you know, Domino's, but, but those where they, they make the pizza and, and there's a window there and you can watch them do everything. And, you know, the, what captures your attention the most is that dough. Man, they take that dough and they, they beat it down on the counter and then they roll it out and press it with, with, a, with that rolling pin and and they slam it all over the place they they mash it out flat it's it's twirled on one finger like a basketball and and that's the most exciting thing when they spin that crust in the air and you know that's we don't think about that though when when we're eating the pizza we don't even really think about the crust what catches our eye at the table man it's that it's that pizza sauce it's the it's the pepperonis, it's the sausage, it's the Canadian bacon, it's the pineapples, the jalapeno peppers, and the, you know, and tomatoes. Man, tomatoes are real good on pizza. You, that sounds like a lame topping, but they're good on pizza. I hope everyone's had dinner tonight. If, if not, you, you probably aren't going to be able to pay attention through the rest of the message. Your stomach's going to growl. But, I mean, that's the good stuff. The good stuff... Is, is put on the crust. But it doesn't, it doesn't happen until the crust goes through a pressing and a process and ready to receive the good stuff. You know, many people want to see more of the goodness of God, more of His power in their lives, more of His special rich blessings and, and maybe, you know, people are wondering, Christians are wondering, why they're not coming in the volume that they want them to, or, or the clarity that they want to see God's blessings in. You know, may, maybe the dough's not ready yet for some of these blessings. We're, we're blessed. We're, we're, we were blessed before we were saved. The Bible says that, that it rains on the just and the unjust. And, and surely we were blessed when we were saved. But, but some of these blessings... Maybe we're not ready for them yet. Maybe they come along a lot later in life. God is working on us. God is working in us. And and God is working us out. And He's testing us. And He's trying us. and, And maybe it's in this process that these blessings are going to be so rich and so sweet when they come to us down the road, some of them. We're going to talk about the long-blessed life tonight. Before we shut down in 2019 or 2020 over at the Villas, we, we got to the 92nd Psalm and, and we, we skimmed these verses. We, we were just there two or three minutes. But, but as I prepared this, this whole division of this psalm, I thought to myself, someday we're, we're going to spend a lot more time on just these verses. There's a message right there I would, I would love to preach. And, and time just went on and it never happened. And, but, but last week I, I got a flyer in the mail. And it was from the seminary I took a lot of correspondence courses from. And I figure the president of, of the college had, had gone on to glory. But I get the front page of that thing... And it says, 100th birthday celebration with his picture on the front page. And I kid you not, I was there about 14 years ago, which means he would have been about 86 years old. And, and I was too much of a peon to be able to talk with, among the, all the men there. But, but I was just a sponge trying to soak up from them. And I heard him say, my prayer is, I ask the Lord for 100 years I ask. That's what I ask him for, and and lo and behold, here here he made one hundred years. So so that that brought my mind to these verses, and then and then I I have the opportunity to help a family with a funeral uh, at a time I never do, never have, maybe never will again. But on a Sunday morning. And I'm thinking, man, if the funeral just goes, if it goes over, I, you know, too much into the preaching hour, I'll just go home, I guess. Well, I was able to get here. And I'm so glad I did because, and I kid you not, this is, this is what I believe. I believe that was the best evangelistic sermon I, I've ever heard from, from you know, anyone. And, and Pastor Stone preached it and, and he keeps on keeping on. And so as I'm already starting to prepare this message, uh, you know, based on what came in the mail, and then, and then him, I mean, I mean he, he had ministry Saturday, Pastor Stone did, Sunday, and then he was, I don't, I don't think he had the energy for Monday, but he did it anyway, and bless my heart for doing so. And so I continued preparing it. And then Monday, I hear that Melba is going to be our guest, and she's probably going to be here tonight, Wednesday, and I'm like, well, it's been a long time that I've wanted to talk about this, so I guess this is the time, so let's share the long-blessed life tonight, and by the way, this is for everybody, this, you know, let's not try to get prepared for something when we're there, if this fits you that, that, that you don't think you're going to, you know, be, be that seasoned older saint for a long time, you know, let, let, let's see what we have to look forward to and, and let's see what God wants to do to our minds and hearts and our outlook on things to come. So let's look at some deep roots in verse 13. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the court's of our God. And and then if you look back at verse 12, you're going to see two trees in that verse. You see a palm tree and you see a cedar. Man, that palm tree is tall. It stands up straight. It has the beautiful green foliage on it. It's good for shade. It's good for shelter. It's good for food. It refreshes it grows in the desert, surrounded by burning sand and scorching heat because it has a long taproot, I understand, that goes down to that water source and keeps it healthy no matter what the surroundings are. And, and then we, you run across the cedars a lot in the Bible. And when you think about a cedar... You think about a, a very strong tree, and where their roots might not go real deep they're 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 in packs and a lot and 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 there, there's a strong root system in in another way with those and and they weather the storms and the high winds and uh are very durable trees as well and then when we get to verse thirteen, it speaks of people that be planted in the house of the Lord. Those who are rooted in this world do not flourish. But those who are rooted in God grow spiritually and are rich in grace, joyful in experience, mighty in influence, and God makes them honorable people when they are rooted in Him. You know, for a tree, the soil is important. For a Christian, abiding in Christ means everything to our well-being and our endurance. When the Christian develops deep roots that, that get down to that source of, of living water... And they, they're, they're deeply rooted in the, in the things of God. The most harsh seasons of life can be survived by the Christians. Sometimes of our lives will, are going to deal us a drought. We're all going to go through some droughts in life. But with deep roots, we have a source of never-ending failing waters to keep us continual, to keep us going through. But not only can the deep-rooted Christians survive. You know, sometimes we're just trying to survive. But the Lord's will and the Lord's plan for us is that we thrive. Christians are meant to, to thrive and abound even through the toughest things of life. So, when we're deep-rooted, we're very blessed. Look at the end of... I'm jumping all around in these verses tonight, but it's for a reason. So, look at the end of verse 13. It says, It says, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And then, at the end of verse 14, it says... They shall be fat and flourishing. You know, and then in the beginning of 14, it says they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. A lot of this, a lot of this is going to be centered around old age. But, but right now, we're looking at that flourishing in verse 13 and that flourishing in verse 14. Aging is going to happen. Duh. It happens to us. But by grace, we're going to thrive as we do. The blessed Christian is the resting Christian. The one who can rest in the Lord no matter... The one who has no fear of the future to bring distress to them. Because God, the future is in God's hands. And our eternal future is already set by God. There's no fear of the future to bring distress. The blessed Christian has a delightful expectation. Look, as we go, the, you know I think a, I thought of a song while I was preparing this last week and this week. The longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows. There, there's great things. There's sweet things that happen in our Christian life the longer we know him the longer we serve Him. There's a comment I read, and it says, the longer we walk with God, the more ripe the experience. And it's so true. Not, not that I think I've touched it yet, but, but we're inching ahead all of the time. And don't we find the Lord to be sweeter? As, as we grow in Him, Christians sometimes think that with age, they are less useful. I wonder how many Christians think that. That, that, that they're just not very useful anymore. And, and, and it's true, there are some things that, that we can't do anymore that we used to do. And it's a mistake if we think back on those things and get down because, oh, we can't do that anymore. We're going to see tonight, if nothing else, that there is always something for the Christian to do. There is always a way that we can serve God. And where you might think it's less, maybe we'll see tonight that it's more. Because simply a sweet testimony and a calm spirit, it really ministers to others in amazing ways. You think about someone confined to a hospital bed maybe. And you know what you see? You see somebody displaying the most amazing patience that you've ever seen. Or, or maybe it's the seasoned saint who's living on a small fixed income and you've never seen contentment in your life like they have because of what they have in the Lord Jesus Christ and it's not about material things. It's the highest level of contentment you'll ever witness sometimes. Grace never leaves God's children. God blesses His children with grace all their lives through. The promise of, of God's Word, it is sure to them who, who are no longer able to read it. I, I don't know if you have been around, how many Christians you may have been around, and, and maybe they're to a place where they're on such medication they, they can't focus to read God's Word. Or, or they just get into such a state that, that they can't read it. Or even when you sit and you read it to them, you, you feel like there's so much interruption and there's, there's, there's so much that maybe they're, they're not able to absorb. But the promise of God's Word is sure to them who, who can't even seem to read it or hear it anymore. The long-time deep-rooted Christian is very full and prosperous. Think about this. We draw strength and we are blessed every time we worship the Lord. Some of us might be able to say, would you think about those Christians who have worshipped the Lord longer than we've been alive? Man, that's rich blessing, and that's great strength. We may change physically, but the Lord doesn't. He does not weaken, and He does not tire. His strength never fades, and He renews us. With His strength, the Bible says, I'm going to... Isaiah chapter 40... Somebody's already saying the verses. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increases strength, even to the youths shall faint. This message is for everybody. Every one of us can faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fail, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isn't it wonderful that we get to swap our strength for the Lord's strength in our lives? We are are very blessed. We may change physically, but the Lord doesn't. His strength never fades. In verse 14, it speaks of, of flourishing. They shall be fat and flourishing. And, and in the beginning of the verse, we'll be there in a minute, uh, of course we see it's speaking of those of old age. And that word flourishing, it means, it means something different than the word flourish in verse 12. This flourishing means fresh. It's speaking of those long-tenured seasoned saints and it speaks of flourishing and uses the word which means fresh or rich in growth or lush or luxuriant foliage i don't know if that word is foliage or foliage but, but that's what that means luxuriant foliage and it, and it speaks of and it speaks of those who have served the lord a long time we are very blessed and even more so as time goes on. And, the, and so the result of that for every Christian then is continual fruit. We are Our purpose is to be bearing fruit. If we have a pulse, we have that purpose to bear fruit for the Lord. And, and so if that's our purpose... God's going to give every single one of His children the ability to fulfill their purpose. God's, God's, not, God's not unfair. God never requires something of us that He does not give us the ability to do. So every single one of us can continually bear fruit. Look at the first part of verse 14, which was the biggest part of this about, about four years ago that, that made me want to preach it. They shall... Still, this week i underlined underline that word still in my Bible. Go ahead if you want to. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. That word still, it speaks of continuance. It speaks of repeating, doing again in repetition. Well, I say it often, why, is it, why am I drawing a blank? What did Peter say? toward the end of his life, that he might bring to remembrance those, those truths to the Christian that he's teaching. He, he didn't preach some new gospel. He wasn't looking for something that nobody knew about. He, he didn't think that he knew the year the Lord was going to come back, or he wasn't trying to, to look for something like that to teach the people. He was teaching the truths, the same truths over and over that He had been teaching. Anybody notice the Bible to be repetitive? You find the same things over and over and over, and this is God's perfect Word. It's His perfect book. Repeat, to do again in repetition. Bearing fruit. Bearing fruit continually in our lives. Bearing fruit until the Lord takes us home or until He comes back to the clouds to get us. The deep-rooted Christian is a blessed Christian and can always be a fruitful Christian. We cannot do everything we used to do. and We just need to forget about that. And we need to look ahead. As a matter of fact, if if we can forget about the things that we've done, the things we've done for the glory of God that we have reward for one day, that's a great thing if we can forget about it. And the way we're going to forget about it is if we're moving ahead, continuing to do whatever we can do to serve the Lord with our lives. We are always usable by God in every single season of our lives. Many think... They need to be young to enjoy the Christian life. Speaking in pizza terms, that's when we're dough. The good stuff, there's a lot of good stuff that comes along later. Hey, I, I see it in seasoned saints. I see things I want, I don't have yet in my character, and different things about me as a Christian that I see in a lot of seasoned saints. I want it, and I'm encouraged to know that just maybe I might get there one day because they did. Hey, that's where the good toppings of of some special blessings are in life. I'm not kidding. Listen, as far as us getting down the road and moving forward, 2 Corinthians 4.16, I've wanted to yell this out the window on the way to church to the bike riders going down the road. It says, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed. Day by day. Our inward man, spiritually, we are renewed as children of God day by day. His mercies are new every morning. There is something new for the young Christian. There is something new, as the Bible says, for those of old age every single day. The, the psalmist, I, I'm so glad Pastor Stone encouraged me to teach through the psalms. I'm entering the 120th now. It, back in the 84th psalm, in the 8th verse, the psalmist says, Blessed are they that dwell in thy house, for, th- no, blessed are they that dwell in thy house, they will be still praising thee. 104.33 I will sing unto the Lord, As long as I live, I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. 146.2 While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being toward the end of the book of Genesis where, where Joseph has his family there and he has his father there, there's a statement that's made in the 48th chapter by Jacob and he, he says, this, por- this is a portion of what he says, The God which fed me all my life long unto this day. God is faithful. God doesn't forget about us at any point in our lives. We are always important to God. We are always useful to God. We are blessed by God. And we're blessed to bear fruit for God. While the Christian is still here on this earth, God has fruit bearing for us to do. If we are still here, That is what we are meant to do, and there is always something that we can do. And we get to do this on a firm foundation. Verse 15 says, in the middle of the verse, it's the psalmist says, He is my rock. That that word rock speaks of being totally rock, Reliable. The Lord is totally reliable. He is a sure source of strength. He endures throughout every generation. First Samuel 2 2 says, There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. Our God is a strong refuge. We can always take shelter in, in dark times. He's our security. He never turns away from His promises that He's made to us. He never turns away from us. He, he carries through on every one of His promises. God doesn't know a broken promise in and of himself, because he can't make one. All of his pro- Many of his promises have been fulfilled, and the rest of them are as sure as being completely fulfilled. People may shim-sham you, but God is never going to shim-sham you. The psalmist's life was steadily building up spiritually. He was, he was on the move. He was edited up. Man, I, I hear some Christians and they, they, they talk about things in a way as though they're kind of headed down. And man, I'm seeing something different. What I hear spiritually or what I see spi- spiritually, I've even told some man, you're on the rise. You're doing well. And, and hey, God, God's in that. And God does that. God uses us our whole life through while we're here. The psalmist trusted in the Lord as much or more than he, than he ever had here. One preacher who pastored a church for 38 years, it was in, of course he didn't know, but in the last two years of his life, he thought he was coming to the end of his life, and he, he said, man, if I had only trusted the Lord back when I pastored the church, the way I'm trusting the Lord now, the longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. How about that blessing of trust in a relationship? How about that for the good stuff? The topping on the Christian life? If I had only trusted the Lord before, the way I'm trusting Him now, that's sweet stuff. That's good stuff. And, and that happens for the season. It, it doesn't have to be at the end of our life, we can trust Him more and more now. We can grow in faith more and more now. We want to grow in faith. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. You want to have more faith, get in the Word more. And we'll have more faith. But but I'm telling you, you can't help but things getting sweeter, actually. I'm not talking about our physical health. You know, I believe it when I hear getting old is not for wimps. And that's in a physical sense. And I believe it. I'm not slighting that at all. I'm speaking of the spiritual man, though. It does get sweeter. The firm foundation of our God holds up. I, had, I hate to even bring up the subject of foundation repair. My family knows it's a very sore subject to me. You know, there's no spiritual foundation repair, though. There, there's no market for it. Because God is our foundation and never needs any repair. There's no spiritual foundation repair. There's There's a spiritual foundation supplier and there's only one and it's the true and living God. And His foundation is perfect. He is the rock, our God. And He is good. God is good. Verse 15... He is my rock, and look at the end. And there is no unrighteousness in Him. Unrighteousness is the opposite of God. Injustice is unrighteousness, but God is a God of perfect justice. Unrighteousness is wrong, and God is right. God is always right. He makes no mistakes. That sounds, that sounds too simple to even need to say. But you know what? We need, we need to be refreshed in this because sometimes, sometimes we're looking around us instead of looking up. No matter what we see when we look around us, God's always right. I love the question in Genesis 18.25 and I know the answer to it. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Yes. Yes, He will. We say God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And that is exactly what the psalmist is saying here in another way. There is no unrighteousness in Him. Hebrews 6.10, think about this, for no unrighteousness in God and us serving Him. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward His name, in that ye have ministered to the saints, and do minister. God is good to reward us. He's going to reward His saints one day. Jesus encourages us to lay up treasure in heaven. He's not going to reward us here, and we might go through this long life serving the Lord with no reward, but He's got it for us in heaven. And, and again, where hopefully we will forget about the things that we've done. We'll forget about a lot of the things we've done But God's not going to forget it. You just move forward and you keep serving the Lord because God's a perfect scorekeeper. He's keeping track of everything we've done. We didn't do it for show. We didn't do it for the wrong motive. But we did it for the glory of God and God used us and God has a reward for us and we're going to have that reward one day. Put it behind you. Move forward. You can't do what you used to do. Guess what? You can do something new. And keep on serving Him throughout your life. And He is faithful to reward. While we work here for Him, look, God is good. God is good. And, and let's end at the beginning of verse 15, verse 15. God is glorified. To show that the Lord is upright. I'm dancing all around and in right there. Because we have a purpose in a work we're to do here. We have the purpose of fruit bearing, but ultimately, our purpose is to glorify God. And what does He say? To show. That the Lord is upright. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Let me go back again. The, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Why? What's this all for? What's all? He is our rock. There's no unrighteousness in Him. Bring forth fruit. Why? To glorify God. That will help us so much in all we deal with and all we go through When we want to throw our hands up and ask why, I'm not saying you can't talk to your Father in heaven and ask Him why. I wouldn't ask Him irreverently. I wouldn't ask Him in such a way as though He made a mistake, but ask your Father why if you want to in in, in a reverent way. And and be fine if you don't get the answer. And be content if you don't get the answer to heaven. and, And be content if you get to heaven Then you're going to be content when you get to heaven because you're not going to want to know the answer then. You're just going to be thankful for His grace and that you are there. To show that the Lord is upright. The Lord is level. He's straight. He's right in all of His ways, in all of His words, and in all of His judgments. An attribute of the Lord is uprightness. And, and, and we're to show, as S-H-E-W there, show that the Lord is upright. That means to be, make known. Make known to others that the Lord is righteous, that He is upright. We make known the uprightness of the Lord when we're saved. We may have been saved at a young age, and we can make known the uprightness of the Lord then, and we make known the uprightness of the Lord In old age, we still have a purpose. We still have a work to do. There is still something that's going to be shown from our lives no matter what while we're here. There is such a great mercy to the aged. And that's just a clear proof of the faithfulness of God. May we give God gratitude for long lives... Of so many saints, there are some God takes home early, and its and it's not necessarily for a reason of sin it's a, it's for some kind of reason of the glory of god it''s it's for, it's for some purpose that God knows and it's, it, it could be many different things. but how about those that God leaves on this earth for a long time to serve him? Faithfully. How about the mercy He shows? May we give gratitude for that. Through our entire lives, the Lord is our friend. He's our helper. He's always right. He's always on time. He is faithful, and He is true. God gives victory to the babe in Christ, and God gives victory to them... In old age, and and so we're not we're not looking to to necessarily try to stay young here. the The world's spending a lot of money on trying to stay young, and and it's and it's to and it's to no flourishing of anything worth anything. But but as we might be encouraged as we're going along. We might think of ourselves as young the way God's just going to keep using us and use us in different ways. So let me close this way with five tips for for staying young. Your mind is not old. Keep developing it. Your humor is not over. Keep enjoying it. All of your strength is not gone. Keep using what you have and let God keep renewing it. Your opportunities are not vanished. Keep pursuing them. God is forever alive. Keep seeking Him. Amen? Alright. Well, thank you for your attention tonight. It's good to see everyone here tonight. Please remember, please remember Tommy and Beth as they're here a few more days. I do want to say, uh, as I ask... Tommy to go ahead and close us in prayer here in a minute. Would you please remember my daughter McKenna in prayer? She is getting on an airplane in the morning. I've been on an airplane one time in my life, and so it's maybe a bigger prayer request to me than others, but but pray for her as she flies back out tomorrow, and um, just that God will bless her and keep her safe. I'm so thankful that that, that the Lord supplied a great church home there in Georgia for now. Well, not home. Here's home. A great church, a great church in Georgia for now. Tommy, uh, we're also praying for you and your... Tra- Are y'all flying or driving? Oh, that's a long drive. It's a hard drive, brother. The Lord... Pray for yourself, brother, too. <laughs> Both of y'all. No kidding. Love y'all, though, and so great to be with y'all tonight. God bless you. over us and uh, showing your, your beautiful blessings, Lord, thank you for this word we received tonight, may it go to our hearts, and may it teach us wisdom to, mm-hmm. to just move on, and Lord, we pray for these traveling mercies for McKenna, Lord, uh, may the wings all be on there, the Lord, we praise you, we thank you, we lead your name above all of thank you, Lord, amen. 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 amen.